The work hours for a professional working in athletics can fluctuate. That's why the University of Cincinnati Online designed a Master of Sports Administration program that is both flexible and 100% online. Connect and build relationships with other students, alumni working in athletics, and their experienced staff. The best part? You can graduate in as little as one year. Unsure about going back to school? UC Online has a team of student success coordinators ready to guide you from start to graduation. Reach out and learn more about UC Online today. I talked to so many people in talent acquisition. They don't look for just people with sports experience. They are hiring for a myriad of roles that are related or tangentially related to the sports industry. You don't always have to have worked in major league sports in order to get a job in major league sports. So don't feel like that is something that holds you back. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. Got a great question today from Alexander McGee. I don't know where he's from. He didn't say, but he did message me through LinkedIn. So we'll just say Alexander McGee from LinkedIn. Before we read his question, I want to make sure I remind everybody, if you have questions about your sports career, you can ask me and you can be featured on a show too. There will be no questions. Are there any questions? So you can email me at bclap at workinsports.com or you can message me through LinkedIn. Connect and message me. That's how Alexander did it. And that's how we're going to handle his question today. Hey, Brian, I've listened to a lot of podcast episodes where people don't know what they want to do in the sports industry, but I haven't been able to find one where it's someone with a lot of experience, but none in sports and wants to change. I've owned my own company and I've been working sales slash key account management jobs. In December, I was laid off after working 100-hour weeks at a company and figured it's time for a change. I want to make the switch to either pro sports, maybe start in the minors, or go into college athletics and go online to get my master's. How should I start making the change? Alexander, this is a really good question. And there's a lot of people that are drawn to the sports industry, especially post-COVID, post-world turning upside down. A lot of people are driven to the sports industry. They want to follow a passion. They don't want to be in a cubicle. They want to be doing something more aligned with, you know, where they want to be in their life and, and judge that. And we've covered it some, but I'll, I'll dig in deeper. I've got seven tips for you today that I think will really help you going down this path of saying, I want something different. How do I get there? I think your specific question too, you're asking about, you know, those steps to take and to, whether it's pro sports, college athletics, go online, get my master's. I'll handle a little bit of that too, but I'm going to keep it as wide as possible to cover as many people out there uh, that could use this kind of advice. And I'm really sorry that you were laid off after working hundred hour weeks. That is awful. Nobody should ever face that, but you're going to rebound from this and you'll, you'll take it in a direction that you want to go. The first thing I want you, anybody that's thinking about doing a career change. And like I said, there's seven tips here. So buckle up. Number one. First thing, before you start jumping into anything new, I want you to take stock. Like specifically, what does it for you? Like I know for myself, there are certain things that I really like to do and they transfer well to this industry. Now, as you're in between roles or you consider career changing, it's time to really take stock of that and give yourself a list of those things that you know about yourself. It's time to be really honest because that's going to set your foundation for your next move. You don't want to just start jumping around and be like, I'm not happy here either. Why not? You got to pay attention to those signals. What are those things you do at work that give you energy? Like you want to do them. You look forward to them. And what are those things that kind of detract a little bit or you put off or you procrastinate? Start to do a bit of that analysis so you can make sure your next step is the right one. 
Do a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and uh, threats. Do strength finders, which is a really cool one that Gallup puts on to do your assessment of your, your, your leadership traits. Myers-Briggs, there are a lot of online assessments if you're not comfortable doing it yourself or you're having trouble being completely honest. Funny, quick story about strength finders. We do that here at iHire and work in sports. And you come up with a list of your 34 strengths. Everything's ranked. So it, it's not like your 34th is your like a, a, a weakness. And yet I kind of look at it that way. I mean, if it came out 34 out of 34, I, I, I'm not as good at it. My bottom two were empathy and harmony, which made me really feel like kind of a jerk. <laughs> but my top ones were good. So I was happy with that. So nonetheless, the point is here is that you can find out a lot about yourself and you can learn before you jump into your next step. Number two, doing your research. This is where you're going to hold up a mirror to yourself and realize that there's some new types of jobs out there. There's new opportunities. You're in a clear career exploration phase all over again. Just because you worked in sales before, Alexander, specific to you, doesn't mean you need to just go into sales in the sports industry. Maybe that's the right fit. Maybe that's the comfortable fit for you. But now's the time to do your research and to understand what opportunities are out there. Workinsports.com is a great resource. We have almost 20,000 jobs on the job board right now. You can start to do some research into what those opportunities are out there. Because I'm going through this exercise with my kids right now. I have two kids that are in high school and one that's in middle school. And we're talking about like college majors and career decisions and where they're going to point. And there's so many options out there. And until they get exposed to them, they don't know whether it's their field or what they want to jump into. Same thing here. Do the research, look at the jobs, figure out what's out there. And that's going to make you more readily accepted, like to make a decision that you're going to be proud of and, and, accept, and feel good about moving forward. Informational interviews, talk to people who are doing these jobs, attend conferences, go to seminars, take an online course, read relevant articles. You're in a learning phase. Number three, start to get specific though. You can't go into this and be like, I just want to work in sports. I've been an accountant. I've been doing this other thing over here. I've owned my own business. Now I just want to work in sports. You are going to have to zero in because you have to be able to craft and tell a story to the employers. You have to be able to tell them how you fit, why it's a good match, why you're going to solve their problems. And you can't do that if you're just generally saying, I want to work in sports. So in that research phase, you have to start to zero in on, okay, I really like marketing. Then go deeper. Is it email marketing? Is it online marketing? Is it PPC campaigns? I mean, there's a lot of different options in there. Is it graphic design? Is it audio video editing? You have to start to get specific into what your passion is so that you can start to create an entire picture of yourself and present that to employers. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, so that's number three. Start to get specific. Start to really lean into those specifics um, of a job and a career title and what that means for you and project out like, does that manager level role look good? Does that director level jo job look good? Is this whole career path something that ma matches for what I want? Start to zero in on that and figure out if this is a career you can, you can really sink your teeth into. Number four. Now that you have some specifics, you want to start to identify those crossover skills because you're a career changer. You've had another job. You've had another career. Everything you've done can be translated to a new industry, especially sports, because we have aspects of everything out there. There there's marketing roles, there's communication roles, there's facility management roles, there's leadership roles, all kinds of business roles, analytics, analytics roles, human resources roles. I could keep going, but I'm going to stop because I'm probably boring you. My point is no matter what you've done, it translates to the sports industry in some way, shape or form. You've got to start to put together your picture of what you've done, what you've experienced and how it relates to somebody else's need. You want to paint that picture for employers and start to tell that story that makes them say, oh, right, 
this person does have the right skill set, even though they didn't previously work for the Indianapolis Colts, it translates. So you need to identify those skills that cross over really well and make sure you're ready to really build them up. Five, the number five. Aim realistically. A lot of people think to themselves, I want to work in the sports industry and I have this experience somewhere else. So I'm going to jump in. I'm going to be a director level. I'm going to be a VP level. And that may be the case, but it also may not be. You might have to kind of start over again. You might have to start in minor leagues, not major leagues, just like Alexander asked in his questions. You might start out in uh, college athletics. If you want to work in college athletics, you're probably going to have to get your master's. You might not need your master's for everything, but these are part of the things you need to research and understand. Part of the other point of aiming realistically is that if you owned your own business or if you worked at sale in sales for a much larger organization, your take-home salary might be a lot higher than it was in the sports industry. The sports industry doesn't suffer from demand. So because of that, sometimes salaries start out a little bit lower. You might have to take a bit of a pay cut if this is what you really want to do. Evaluate that, determine if that's okay for you, and then be comfortable with that decision if you decide to push forward. I love working in the sports industry. My salary is made up from the early days of me first starting out and not getting paid as well because I proved myself and I grew. If you're willing to commit to that, you know this is something that will make you happier. You can jump in with both feet and know that realistically, but just frame your mind that way. Because if your expectation is I'm going to jump in at the same title I had and the same money I had, it may not work out that way. And you might be severely disappointed. So just be realistic. Number six. I want you to paint the picture for employers. You can't expect them to connect all the dots for you. If you're a good match for their opening, you have to explain it in your cover letter. You have to get into that storytelling. You have to be able to tell those good experiential stories that you had from your career in your resume. Use as many data points as you have. You That's your leverage point over somebody else that may be applying. You may have really strong data points to prove that you've done this thing and you've achieved this thing that matters for the job opening. Make sure you're matching up with the job description. You're really leveraging all those experience moments you have. Paint the picture, tell a story, explain what you've done, where you've been, why it matters for you here. I'll tell you, one of the hardest things in hiring is that you are vulnerable. You aren't sure whether this person is believable. You're not sure whether they have all those intrinsic qualities, those soft skills of work ethic and passion and competitiveness. If you can come off as somebody who's more mature and has achieved more throughout their career and had done these other things, you can help me feel a little more confident that you are mature, that you are ready to show up and put your best work in, and that that becomes a safer sometimes decision for me So and others. So leverage what you have, lean into that story that you want to tell, and make sure that you are painting that picture for employers of, you have a need, employer, you have a pain point, here's why I can fill it. And that should come to life in their job description. It's very clear what they need. You have to tell a story of how you fill it. So they're not looking and saying, oh, well, this person's resume doesn't show sports experience. So forget them. You've painted a picture for them for why you are the perfect match. Go that extra mile. I will tell you, I talked to so many people in talent acquisition. They don't look for just people with sports experience. They are hiring for a myriad of roles that are related or tangentially related to the sports industry. You don't always have to have worked in major league sports in order to get a job in major league sports. So don't feel like that is something that holds you back. Lucky number seven. And the final point I want to make is that I believe this is your chance to go extra. If you're applying for a job that is a social media coordinator, We'll put together a how you would run a media day. 
like put together a full-on report and include that with your with your submission, with your application and your cover letter. Put together a report on their current Twitter account and how they could maximize it. Put together a report on some of the data and analytics behind their social campaigns. Go a little bit extra because you need to stand out and say, I am ready for this and I have experience and knowledge that I can bring to your job that others may not. And you want to turn up the dial and go a little bit extra because that's how you're going to stand out. So Alexander, that was seven quick tips to help you as a career changer get into the sports industry. And I hope none of this dissuaded you or pushed you away from this idea. I try to be as honest and open as possible because payment and I always match up and it might be super competitive and there might be other things that make you think the sports industry isn't the right match, but I'm going to tell you, it's a great place to be. It's so much fun. And there are a lot of great benefits that pay off over the long run. And if you weren't happy in your previous career, come to the sports world, baby. Let's make it happen. Thanks, Alexander. Thanks to all of you for listening. Please continue. Rate, review, subscribe. That's how we grow. And thanks for being here. And I'll see you next Wednesday.